Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the treat is is this the the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you landed here? We always look forward to that week because it was always intense. You know that we ain't coming back. We got you. The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My 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 favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys, show, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because he's done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Hey there, Marcus Dash here from Chief Concerns. Just want to comment and say BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for football, baseball, boxing, golf, and much more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Monday Morning Tight End. I am not your tight end and neither is Tasia. I'm Marcus Dash and that's my brother Tasia Dash. Um, so... This week's JD is, I don't know if you guys watched the episode yesterday, JD is at a coaching symposium in Nashville, Tennessee, so he's having himself a good old time. If you've ever been in Nashville, you know, like you know he's having himself a good time and also a coaching symposium, so I'm sure it's great. A lot of football stuff going on there. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this week, obviously yesterday was kind of like a preseason kind of game, and, you know, we usually do our, you know, grading show today. So um, what we thought to do instead was to go over kind of an AFC wildcard weekend playoff preview and that's kind of what we're going to bring on to you for you guys today i know we're going to done at 6 30 usually we do seven o'clock but it's natty championship night so like i know everyone wants to watch the uh, michigan washington game which starts at 7 30 so make sure you get on and watch that they're going to have like multiple casts for that like espn abc all of them are doing it um tonight but um yeah so we're going to kind of take a dive into the afc playoff preview um should be i mean really good i mean i'll I think all the teams in, I know that they have one more team than usual than, 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 you know, yesteryear than many years ago. But like, I, I like the, all the teams and all the matchups. I know like Bills are um, heavy favorite against Steelers, but I think there's a shot that Steelers could, could win that game. They are playing a little bit differently with Mason Rudolph. I mean, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, but I also, I mean, they have been playing pretty good with Mason Rudolph. That's, that's one thing. Um, so yeah, kind of, we're going to give you guys kind of like a background and more of a, a preview of what's to come in this game with the betting lines aspect um, and also just a little bit of a, some nuances within the game, within the matchups. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll go into it. Teja, you want to say anything before we uh, get into the, the first matchup? No, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this game, this weekend's games, man. It's It's been a, been a wild year. I think it's pretty wide open for the most part. Um, there hasn't been – I know everyone's all over the Ravens, but – in general, it's been pretty wide. I wouldn't be surprised if most of these teams made it to the Super Bowl at least win it, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I think outside of the everyone wants to say the Ravens and Niners at one point, but like everyone's had some their some losses that were kind of surprising this year. Um, I know the Ravens haven't really picked it up the last few weeks. Niners they got dominated by the Ravens, uh, but like 
I think, you know, even in the NFC, I know we're only going to focus on the AFC on this episode and just in general, obviously Chiefs show, but like, I'll tell you what, the NFC, man, Rams or it might have a little bit of uh, something to say in that, in that, uh, the NFC, I think they might actually win, beat the Detroit. I think they're a three and a half point dog, um, on the, uh, NFC side of the bracket, but yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Um, obviously with Tasia and I being on the show, you guys have seen us just do our shows together before. We kind of bring in a little bit of Mario, a little Super Smash Bros. action. So we got the Super Dash Brothers here. Um, so tonight we got a little bit. Uh, you, you'll see a lot of Mario esque uh, kind of things from the uh, the episode tonight. So uh, we're gonna go into our wild card preview. So here we go, our wild card preview coming up here. So we got a little bit of you know the Mario tunnels, of course. So we got Ravens with the bye off on their own. Bills uh, playing the Steelers, Chiefs, Dolphins, and then Texans. Hosting the Browns, that's another uh, sneaky game there. Uh, the only, I believe, the only um, higher-seeded team that is a dog this weekend is the Texans against the Browns. So that's also a very interesting one on uh, on these games. So uh, the way we're going to go, uh, first game is going to be the uh, – we're going to go by seeding. So we're going to go with the, the, the highest seed first, um, and that will be our uh, Bills – and Steelers. So uh, obviously, game will be Sunday at 1 p.m. Um, and this is not this is not going by time because this is not the first game of the playoffs. First game of the playoffs is Texans and Browns. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is two seven seating, so we're going with the highest seating first. So uh, Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bills are hosting the Steelers in Buffalo, and that's a and they are a nine and a half point favorite. And the over under for this game very interesting. So it opened up at 42 points, uh, but it's fallen. Falling six and a half points overnight. So yesterday it was 42 and that Miami game ended. And it's now 35 and a half points as the total points for that game. I have not done the, the weather research on that game specifically, but that's a really big drop in not, in not even 24 hours. Six and a half point drop uh, in this one. So it's really interesting um, as far as the, the point total drop here. Um, I have some of the things I want to talk about as far as in, in this game preview, Tage. I don't know if you, you've done – if you want to begin with your uh, stats. Started, wait, wait. It started what? It started when? It was 40, it was 42 last night, and it's now 35 and a half points. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. The total points, yeah. Um, yeah, I have some nuggets I pointed out. I don't know if you want to begin with yours. Um, It's going to be 24 and – snowing 85 percent chance of precipitation it says says flurries though so um still though it's like overall total i I think i see why they would lower it because of weather but like it's not like they're facing miami right they're facing pittsburgh so pittsburgh and buffalo are two places that you don't want to be caught in the winter uh weather-wise i'm not talking the cities uh, six and a half points drop a touchdown. We're talking about a touchdown drop here in, in, in not even 24 hours. That's that's striking. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure the money jumped on those unders. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Um I just think uh, we're just diving into the games. I my first reaction when you and I talked about this yesterday, I just think Bills are gonna I think they're going to beat them bad. What, what did it open at? It's nine and a half right now, right? I believe it was, it's still nine and a half. That's so what it opened at nine and a half. It's still nine and a half. That's what it was last night. Yep. That's a big spread. It's a much bigger spread than most of the other games too, right? It's like almost six and a half points higher than a lot of the other games. Most of the games are like three, three and a half. Um, I'm not going to say like the, the bills are totally back back. Um, 
they're a lot better than where they were. Uh, they're clicking a little more. At least they have the wins in their favor. They feel like they have momentum. But Pittsburgh's been playing pretty well lately in general, too. I just personally think – I think I think Steelers will keep it close for a lot of the game, and then Bills will just slowly just take over, and we're going to see Mason Rudolph be Mason Rudolph back to where, you know, we all, we all remember him. Yeah. Um, um, what are some of your nuggets of, of this game? So my nuggets for this game, uh, obviously, so Josh Allen head to head against the Steelers. He's three and one against the uh, the Steelers in his uh, in his time against uh, playing them. Obviously, it's not you know different factors, different players in that game. T.J. Watt's not playing, which is huge. Which is a huge one. I think they said if they if the Steelers were to win this week, then he would play in two weeks. But uh, he's going to be out for this one, which is kind of wild. Um, yeah, my other uh, nuggets here. So we're talking about the trends here with the two teams. So nine and a half points is a big number. I may do an alt line there and take like Pittsburgh, like plus 17 and a half or 19 and a half or something, get a really high number there. But, um, looking at, and this is the reason why. So, um, yes, Bills may, people may say they're back, but a lot of these games are going down to the wire. The Miami game last night went down to the wire with these crazy turnovers that uh, the yeah. has. Uh, week before that, against the Patriots went down to the wire. Week before that, they were losing to the Chargers with 30 seconds left in that game down to the wire. I mean, yeah, yeah, they could say they're back because they went on a five-game win streak, but these wins weren't pretty. Um, but so looking at last seven opponents for the Bills, they've only beat teams by more than the nine and a half number twice. Last seven matchups, last seven games of the season, they've only beat teams by more than nine and a half twice. They beat the breaks off the Cowboys, though. By 21, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, no, it's mean, a really good win. We're talking last seven times. They've only done it twice. So five to seven times teams are covering this nine and a half point number, which is, and the I believe the chiefs beat the, the Cowboys that bad. We'd be saying they're back with a bullet. hundred percent. But like, then you, but, but then you, you, you counter that right back um, to, to, to a wind down law, a wind down win to freaking Easton stick. I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. And, and we saw we, Easton stick play Gabbert's beat Easton stick. Okay. Play Gabbert beat him by the, uh, almost beat him by the exact same number. Josh Allen beat Easton stick by. So, you know, um, but then, so we're, we're talking about one thing that's the, that's the bills. So they, they, they're not really blowing opponents out recently. And then Steelers this is interesting. So Steelers last 10 games, they've only lost by more than nine and a half points twice last 10 games. That's and they were talking about the Mason Rudolph factor. Let's not even let's not even get into the Mason Rudolph factor. Uh, the Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. I'm all in on this guy. Um, I don't know if I'm all in on him. I did love him in Oklahoma State though. But uh, Mason Rudolph, obviously, um, they won uh, every game he started. The last three games uh, by and he's plus minus in the last three starts. They're beating teams by a total of 37 points in the last two games. Obviously, the big time win against Cincinnati helped them. Uh, they they won by 23 in that game, but the last two games they've won by seven points in each game. So they are winning by a total uh, with with Mason Rudolph. They are covering the numbers that they're winning these games. Obviously different altogether. This is playoff football. It's a little different, but it's Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Man, these are two some of the grimiest and grittiest teams that we've had in the NFL. You know, like historically, and they're going against each other. And I just think nine and a half is a lot of points for a team that just not really blowing people out right now. And that Pittsburgh is actually playing really good football. They have a two-headed monster attack with uh, Jalen Warren and Najee Harris. Najee Harris is playing really well recently. Um, and then Mason Rudolph is just not – he's not making mistakes. Um, and that's that's one thing you got you to go for in this matchup. You got one inter, um, mistake-prone quarterback. You got one that doesn't really make mistakes as far as these three-game sample sizes that he's had um, this time around for Mason Rudolph. But yeah, the nine-and-a-half-point number is big. Um, I, I think it might have, ha- have dropped a little bit because I think I remember last night seeing it being a double-digit. So I think people are jumping on Pittsburgh a little bit. 
I haven't looked at the public public money yet because we're only a day into these matchups, but nine and a half points. Yeah, I think I'm I think I'll buy some points here and take uh Pittsburgh to cover this. I will say though, just to because I'm gonna go ahead and play some advocate on this one. You sound like a Bill, big Bills fan this week. I, I just think like that that those numbers of the Steelers, like let's go over their quarterbacks they played in, in that in that time. Huntley, Geno Smith, one of the only starters they played. Browning, Minshew, Mac, uh, um, Zappy. Was it Zappy? quarterbacks that had a, a win, a nice win loss, uh, buddy. These are Minshew, solid, almost got in the playoffs. Browning was solid, but they, but they lost to them though. They lost to Minshew, so okay, like yeah, okay, one of the decent ones they lost to. Okay, uh, so that's one of the, the, the one of the two of the last the ten games. But you, but you criticized the Bills for having a close game against the Pats. The Pats beat the Steelers. Yeah. So that's like what they're only winning in the last like 10 games. Like uh, the Pats well, have been bad. Well, my point is, it's, the, it's that Bills are being seen as this powerhouse team that like, oh man, they're going to come in. They're going to beat them by 10 points at home. It's like, they're not, they're not doing that to team. They really aren't Out, outside that, that, that uh, Dallas game. This the, In the last two months, they haven't been doing that to team. They're not blowing, they're not blowing the doors off. No, they're not. But their last, let's just say, man, I'll go back to, okay. So since, since Denver, right? They've scored 22, 32, 34, 20, 31, 24, 27, 21. I don't think it'll take much more than even those low numbers to beat Pittsburgh, though, which is why the over-under is as low as it is. Because if they score 21, I just don't think Pittsburgh can score 21 against them. I, okay, I will say this, though. And this is interesting that Brandon's bringing this up. What's up, Mike? Uh, over under four fumbles between the two teams. Both teams drop the rock a lot. That is interesting. Um, uh, they do. It's also cold weather game. James Cook's a very finesse running back, man, and that's their guy. They're gonna have to lean on. Obviously, we're gonna see a lot of Josh Allen carries in this game. Oh but yeah. I'm back in the team that has Najee Harris and Jalen Warren, two guys who are just who have been grinding the ball out here in the last month of football. And I, I, I got, I gotta say, man, I, I like what I see from Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. So do I, but. In the snow? Who's Pittsburgh's best player? TJ Watt. And? He's out. Okay, so there you go. So that's we haven't even mentioned that yet. So these close games and losses against bad teams like New England, that's when they had Watt. So, like, that's a huge factor for getting after. I mean, and, and, you know, I we didn't bring up injuries yet because Buffalo's got plenty of those. They, they're they they're a beat-up team, too. Yep. Um. So yeah, I mean it's but but none more impactful probably than TJ Watt. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you could also make the argument last night too. A Chan uh, almost dominated. If they stuck to the run last night, I, mean, I know McDaniel's went away from the run completely. They stuck to the run last night. I think we have a we have a Miami win. We're talking about here, really. Um, they didn't stick to the run at all, and I, I think this is a team. Yeah, as much as I'm like you know bragging about Mason Rudolph being plus plus minus thirty seven in the last uh, three games. They're relying on the run. They're not gonna Tomlin's gonna play ball control in this game. And yeah. they're gonna see oh, like yeah. so they're gonna shrink the amount of possessions that Buffalo gets. And I mean, and also too, 10 points is a, is a big number for a, a over under that's 35 and a half points. It's true. Yeah. So it's like if you're they're, they're predicting like a 20 to 30 or a 20 to 10 type game. That's why. yeah, that's yeah. exactly. I mean, 23 13 is what they're predicting. Yeah. 
It's going to be a gritty game, man. I, I obviously I'm going to say I like, I think Buffalo's going to win the game for sure. Money line. Yeah. Take it straight up. Um, but like, yeah, no, he's right here. Uh, TJ Watt point Mace here's got a huge disadvantage in, in huge advantage in coaching. And they do. And also too, as far as quarterback play, I mean, you saw what McDermott said going at halftime last night. Like, I don't know what Josh is doing. Like he was pretty, he was pretty pissed off. Yeah. And you know, you see, those are usually throwaway uh, interviews with the reporters and the coach there, but like, I yeah, I could see Josh Allen going off script and I could see Mason Rudolph sticking to script, which is maybe throwing the ball 15 times that entire game and just hand the ball off to Warren and Najee. So yeah, I, my personal self, I like Bills. Um, I like Steelers plus nine and a half here, but I'm going to be safe and I'm going to take uh, Steelers plus 15 and a half. Take them I, I might like the over in the field goals in that game. Oh, yeah. 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 There's, def- there's definitely going to be a lot attempted. I don't know how many are going to be made if this is. Uh, did it say what the wind, the wind is? Uh, I know you said 24 degrees and snowing, but what's the uh, wind? Uh, that game's on Sunday, right? Sunday at 1 o'clock. 28 miles per hour. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Mike, they feel good attempts, but I mean, I don't, may not uh, be over the four or whatever, whatever it's going to be three and a half over three and a half of the game. Yeah. I expect a lot of um, bed shitting in the, in the uh, near the red zones. What I expect. Yeah. Kind of like what you saw last night. <laughs> yeah. 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 All, right. All right. So I, uh, it sounds like to me, you're going to take the bill split minus nine and a half. Um, I'll probably take them minus six and a half. Okay touchdown okay i'll do i'll do minus six and a half and i'll take them i think under i'd say under like 40 and a half for the game yeah, yeah. i think that'll be in the 30 somewhere all right so here he goes Tage and i right off the bat uh going six, opposite, like, opposite ways here. Like 23 to 16 and let me tell you this Based on whatever the guy just said, I won't be surprised if Pittsburgh pulls off the upset. This is one of the few games this week where I could see an upset happening. Well, actually, no, I, I see if I see a few upsets happening this weekend, actually. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as far as the AFC side, yes, I, I do think this is uh, upset, got rid, upset written all over it. Because there's too much. Also, too, five games. Buffalo's on a five-game winning streak. That's tough to maintain, man. The, every week, you, they've been playing for playoffs for the past month. That's tough to maintain, and this is a gritty team they're going up against. So I can see this game very, very close. And like um, we said yesterday on our show, uh, Pittsburgh's one of the better road teams in the playoffs. Yeah, they're five and three, which I think is, I think tied with us. No, no, they're 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 slightly better. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. No, 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 no. We're, they're the, I think they're the second best. Uh, Road team to oh, us. Okay. Yeah, to us. Well, speaking of us, we're going to go to the matchup. Everyone probably in the chat just wanted, wanted to get to is uh, obviously our guys. Um, and, yeah, so we're going to talk about our Chiefs. Obviously, this has made a lot of noise. Uh, Chiefs are uh, opened up as, as a three-point favorite. Lion has gotten up to three-and-a-half, so we are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. At home, Saturday night, 8.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, exclusively on Peacock. And I know a lot of people are really pissed off about that. If you're not, and I, and I think, uh, was it KSHB? They're going to be playing the game locally uh, in Kansas city. So at, at least I'll have that. If you're not a local person and you're going to have to do, uh, you know, Peacock, there, there are other options out there. I'm going to give you one streameast.com streameast.com. Wow. You can go find the link there and just, uh, and, and watch the game there. They have every game there. And quite honestly, I have, I got NBA league pass, but my buddy, 
will watch games on NBA on uh, Stream East. And it's the same exact like buffering time as far as the NBA League Pass. So like Stream East, good option, and I'm sure there's other streams out there, but that's a really good option if you do not have uh, Peacock. So uh, game Peacock. Um, this is a rematch from the Germany game, a game that was a neutral site. Um, and if you look at the Chiefs, and uh, that was 21-14 at the time. Uh, it's very different Dolphins team we're about to play uh, this weekend. Very different from the team that we saw oh, yeah. uh, many weeks ago in Germany and Frankfurt. Um, obviously, a rematch. Tyreek Hill is coming back home. He made a whole offseason about coming to play in Kansas City. He wished that the game wasn't being played in Germany so he could come to Arrowhead and do his thing. Um, and Chris Jones said it wasn't going to happen. Um, so we're actually so we'll, I will say is the NFL script writers they have it right. Tyreek Hill gets to come back. He gets, I guess to be eliminated in the playoffs uh, in Kansas City. So it's it's very amazing that the script writers got that right. They also got the golf and Matt Stafford uh, matchup. Uh, Stafford goes back home to Detroit. So there's a lot of good uh, scenarios here uh, in this one. But uh, Tasia, I don't know if you have any nuggets for this game. Uh, obviously, obviously it's our it's our game. It's our baby. So what do you uh? What do you make of this Chiefs Dolphins uh, minus three and a half as of right now? At night, it'll be negative six, and it'll feel like negative twenty-four. Like that is brutal. It even says partly cloudy and bitterly cold. It's describing how bad the cold is. Wow! Like that is, I mean, yeah. Um, you said it's going to feel like negative 24 degrees. That's what it says. Yeah. Real feel negative 24 because the coldest day of the week is going to be Sunday. So Saturday night just feeds right into that. So that like that cold Saturday night, is just going to stay like that all Sunday. Um, that's, yeah, man, that's, that's really bad. Like I saw one today. Someone said it'll be zero. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, that's not good, but I was like negative 24. That's just, that's, <laughs> Yeah, it's so brutal, man. Um, I think if we looked, I think if you told me like two months ago we played Miami after, especially after our game with them, I'd be a little, I'd be more worried about that. Um, but they're in shambles in so many regards. Um, I, I told you last night I did not like the opening line for that exact reason. I think minus three opening line against them, they're, they want you to take us. Um, they're not playing well. Uh, Tua has not played well. I think most of the second half of the season. Um, Tyree kills banged up every time he catches a ball. He limps off field, hops off field. Um, they're gonna be missing Howard, Baker, Phillips, Chubb, Van Ginkle. I don't know Waddles or Mostert status, but probably not good. Um, they're doing – I mean, they're as banged up as banged up comes. They might be the most banged up team in the playoffs, actually. Oh, no, yeah, they, 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 I would say they are. They definitely. Are. Um, great week to have tackle injury concerns for us. True. Because we're playing against, like, their – you know, what what our last week, like, DNs look like. It's like that's that's what their DNs are going to be like this week. It's like their second and third preseason DNs. Hey, you know what? I will say that the two guys that are going to be going against us in this game are two guys I've wanted us to sign, like, midseason the last few years. One was on our team at one point, Melvin Ingram and, uh, and uh, JPP. I mean, that, that'll that be their, their, their starting edge rushers against us. Good names to have with all your guys out. It's pretty damn good, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, it could be a lot, it could be a lot worse. 
Um, yeah. And yeah, I think the, I think the line's a little scary. I will admit that. And I think we should win handily. I think it'll be a low scoring game. I think 43 and a half with these two supposed dynamic offenses that people remember. Um, you'd think 43 is a low number, right? And then the last it's what? 44. It's 44. It's 44. Now I just saw 43 and a half. It probably matters what what uh what you're on. Yeah. Um but I think it'll go under that. Um the last one was what 21-14? Yes. So 35. We never trailed in that game. Uh I think it'll be something similar to that. I think it'll probably be like low mid 30s um total. I think we win. I think we don't it's funny because you're like, oh, you know, after the after the uh, game against them, if you told us they beat us in the playoffs, I'm like, well, Miami's a tough team. They got a lot of they got a lot of talent, and they 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 showed up that day. But now, if you, now if we lose to them, it's a bad loss, dude. That is a terrible, terrible way to, to end our season if we lose that game. Yeah. Um, I don't think it happens. I, I I think they're too banked up, and we're kind of the opposite. We're pretty healthy, and we've had a, most of our key guys take the week off, so we're fresh. Yep. Um, we should be focused, uh, read against a team that he didn't really need a game plan for against the chargers pretty much had an extra week to game plan for this. He didn't know who it would be against, but, um, as far as scripting out plays, he's had plenty of time to do it. Um, so we don't have any excuses here. We got the rest we needed. Um, we're playing an inferior opponent as far as who they're putting out there. Uh, so yeah, I think, um, I think we go under and I think we cover the three. Yeah, I think we cover the, the three. Um, I do think this team is a team that's derived on, uh, bulletin board material. And I know we already played Tyreek Hill, but it's a little different now. Now it's now you get to actually to eliminate the guy, a guy who's been calling your team out the last few years, you know, especially specifically calling Pat out. I know all, obviously all in good fun, but come on, we all know there's a little bit of truth to that kind of stuff that he's saying. Obviously, we don't believe that, you know, the whole two uh, over Pat kind of thing. And also, too, uh, Tyreek did make it personal calling out Pat's his, his own brother on that one podcast he was on. Um, so, like, yeah, you can say what you want about Pat's brother, whatever. It's still the guy's brother. So that's the kind of stuff that's that, that's going to be played up in this locker room this week to try to get any kind of motivation, anything they got. They're going to bring it all out. And it's the last team, knowing what we know last year, the last team that you want to give bulletin board material. And he's given us two years worth of it. So it's going to be very, very good for us to have it going into this game. If we need any more motivation. So that's, that's another thing. I think, I think we blow them out past this three. It, it is. I will say it is weird. That's that line's very weird. I'm curious to see what the public money is behind that. Cause it opened up at three and within minutes went to three and a half stayed pretty much pat at this point. Um, so we'll see, but yeah, Tasia had mentioned uh, Jerome Baker, Xavier Howard, Jalen Phillips, Bradley Chubb out. Uh, Van Ginkle out. Um, Raheem Mostert and Waddle, that's going to be the unknown. That's going to be something you're going to have to be tracking all week to see their their status for this game. Uh, McDaniel said they wanted to play yesterday, but the medical staff held them out. So we'll see what happens with that. They, they, they wanted to held them, held, held them out of the, yesterday so they can give them a better chance of playing in the playoffs. So we'll see if Mostert and Waddle can give it a go. These are two guys who are, you know, have – Pretty much uh, injury-riddled pasts. I mean, they're always injured. You had Jalen Waddle in your fantasy team. You had a question mark every week on uh, his next to his name. So, yeah, th- we'll see with those guys playing. I don't really think it's going to matter, to be quite honest with you. Tua, all, all, on top of that, Tua's first playoff game, guys. This is Tua's first playoff game. And I saw a, sh- a sheet here the other day that, like, Tua's got, like, a, a losing record 
uh, when playing in uh, games um, that are like below like 30 degrees or something like that. And I think it's only been like 10 games for, for Tua, um, something kind of ridiculous. But like the cold weather, and I'll say this too, with the way we've been playing, this kind of smash mouth, like Hannibal Pacheco and let him thump your guys. If you guys watched the end of that game last night, Miami didn't even want to tackle Josh Allen. It was an 80-degree balmy Miami. They didn't want to tackle him at the end of that game. What's going to be with negative 24-degree feel if Pacheco's running at you? You're not going to want to tackle that. Um, so I think we're I think we're going to give it to him really good this week as far as just running up the gut with them. Um, and, yes, you, you brought it up that the, we get a little, a little mini bye week we had resting the guys last week. You know, these guys have been used to getting the bye week every week in the every year in the playoffs. And – I could, you could say they used that last week or the Chargers game yesterday as that buy. So like uh, for rest. So yeah, it, it, uh, one more week of rest for the guys to go in and get the job done against in Miami 44. Yeah. It's a weird number two. Yeah. I'd probably buy points on that, make it like 49 and a half and then take the under on that. But yeah, I think a chiefs win very similar to what it was last time. Um, probably not. The, I, I think I'll say 28, 14. I think they went by two possessions. So um public money 58 percent of the picks are on the dolphins huh 66 percent. this is action network by the way okay 66 percent of the money is on kansas city that's spread interesting okay so three yeah a lot of people taking the spread i mean 60s not bad it's what when, when you get to the 70s that's where you got to worry a little bit money line 95% of money on Chiefs, mm. 81 bets on Chiefs. Interesting. Well, yeah. So. I don't usually look at the money line when it comes to the – I usually look at the spread, at, the spread aspect of that. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot there. But I, I think if you look at a lot of these games, though, like the Buffalo one, I guarantee you like 99% of the money line is uh, Buffalo. So um, not every, not every favorite is going to get knocked out this weekend. Uh, the picks, yeah, 87% of – Picks are on Buffalo money line. Fifty-five of the money, really on the spread. Yeah. No money line. Wow, yeah, uh, you got a lot. There's a lot of Steeler fans out there. Steeler nations all over the place, man. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, I do think we come in and, and take care of business, uh, and then next week well, we'll get to that next week's show. But yeah, we take Buffalo. Um, they'll probably have to be Buffalo, right? Because then. I mean, two, three. I, would, then, I think it would depend on who wins. But well, yeah. yeah. If there's a major upset, like if Pittsburgh were to beat Buffalo, then no. We're, we're, Pittsburgh plays Baltimore, then we play the winner of the um, the Texans and Browns game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, eh, barring any upset, yeah, it would probably be going to Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. Which, I'll take our odds, knowing how good we've been on the road this year. So, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Uh, the, the fact they have so many injuries on that side of the ball, like, I'm, yeah, I am surprised it is three and a half. It should have opened up at like four and a half or five even, but you know, cause you know, the home team always gets the natural three points. So they're only giving us a 0.5 buffer here. Yeah. I mean, Daniel looked pretty, I don't know, man. He looked pretty like defeated down the field, man. Yeah. He didn't have his normal pep to his step as he normal had. It didn't, it didn't seem that way. He just seems kind of like they're, they're in a funk, man. It's a terrible time to be in a funk too. Yeah. Well, that's why it was so important for us to kind of get this little rhythm going into the playoffs. And we, we, we did, I mean, winning last week and then, you know, although our starters, not all of our starters played yesterday, everyone was so involved in that game. You know, Chris Jones getting his um his sack, and then Mike Evers' touchdown run. Everybody, everybody on the sidelines like getting in, involved, and it was it was nice to see. Even though all our guys didn't play, you could see that everyone was like into it. The team. It was a feel good game. It was, it was. 
Um, the, the one thing I'll say for us, uh, um, uh, Mike brought it up here at the tackle spot, but obviously it's a great week to play a team that's got banged up with on the edge rushers. But we'll see with Y.A. Morris, the, the concussion protocol. Donovan Smith might be back this week. So if that's the case, hey, we, Donovan Smith, we, we rest him. We got to rest him one more week. He goes back into the left tackle spot. And if not, I mean, what, Thune goes and plays left tackle or Jawan Taylor goes to play left tackle. I mean, we have options here. Yes, it's not the best thing, but I do think Donovan Smith should be ready to go this week. I mean, he's been all, he's been gone for a while. Um, and Wanye, there's a chance, concussion protocol, and there's a chance he can come back. I mean, who who's the uh, who's the player that came back on their concussion protocol for like a couple, couple days? Couple weeks, a couple weeks ago, was it last week, I think. Um, Pacheco. Yeah, Pacheco. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there you go. So clearly, clearing this guy's fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some in the water, I guess. Uh, yeah, uh, as long as they're okay. Um, okay, so we're gonna go to the final matchup of the AFC this weekend, and it's the first game that we'll be seeing this weekend. It's Texans, uh, or yeah, Texans hosting the Browns. Uh, like I said earlier, it's the only home team that's a dog this weekend. It's the only home team dog um, in the whole playoffs this weekend, which is, which is interesting. Uh, obviously, rookie quarterback. But, yeah, this game's um, Saturday, 4.30 p.m. to open up the wild card weekend, and that'll be on NBC. So uh, no no Peacock, so just, just a regular NBC game, so you can um, get to watch the game that way. But, yeah, uh, so uh, t- uh, two-and-a-half-point favorite of the Browns are um, – some interesting nuggets on this one. Uh, so they've they've played uh, this season. It was a couple weeks ago on uh, was Christmas Eve, uh, December twenty fourth. Browns won that game thirty six to twenty two. Flacco had like almost four hundred yards passing, three sixty eight throwing. There were like most of his passes to Mari Cooper, who had like two hundred fifty yards receiving. I had him in fantasy that week, and I won all my matchups with him. So that's pretty solid. Um, but then yeah, Flacco. So this is the interesting thing. Obviously, elder statesman. You know, he just got picked up in the middle of the middle of the year. He could win. Hopefully, he wins comeback player of the year. I mean, that's between him and Hamlin. Obviously, Hamlin has the you know the, the real life st- situation that went on. But if we're talking strictly a football thing. I think you know Flacco should would be the probably the first in line to win it. But the fact that he's even like close to being odds on favor for that, it's pretty wild that he's like, second in the running on that. He's only mm-hmm. playing a couple games, but it'll probably go. It should go to Hamlin just based on the whole you know what happened and all this stuff and being able to come back and play. But um. Flacco. So I looked at his uh, overall playoff record. So he's ten and five um, as a starting quarterback in the um, uh, in the playoffs. Here's the interesting one: of the ten and five, he is seven and five on the road. He's seven and five on the road. So most, primarily, most of his games have been on the road in the playoffs. That's what um, got him that fat contract. Yeah. Pretty much, if you also factor in the, the Super Bowl game, he's eight and five on the road. It's a neutral site game, but I want to count that. But 75 on the road. Um, only one time he's ever played Houston in the playoffs, but that was at Baltimore, and he won that game 20 to 13. That was a TJ Yates led Houston Texans team. So a little bit different. It's not not the same old, uh, not your mid 2000s uh, uh, Texans anymore. Similar to the one he faced in the regular season, though, between Davis Mills and Case Keenum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there wasn't the C.J. Stroud team. And obviously, anyone who's watched C.J. Stroud this year knows that that was the quarterback to get in this past year's draft class. Um, but, yeah, I don't really have many nuggets in this one. My my main thing in this, I have, obviously, Flacco. He's a, he's a quarterback who's been there, done that, obviously, with a 7-5 road record. Um, but this Browns team, probably one of the best. Probably, I don't know if it's where it ranks as far as uh, defensively this year. I think scoring-wise, it's definitely top three as far as scoring defenses. Um, 
teams just can't do crap to them. Miles Garrett's a beast. Everyone secondary, uh, it's just it's 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 unreal. And um, I do think that they're going to come in. CJ Stroud has been amazing this year, but this is a rookie quarterback playing a playoff game here. You know, it's tough. Play the way JD talks about it all the time. Playoff football is different. It's different. And um, while he's so good, I do think that the Browns will take care of business and, and play some good defense. And Flacco will do enough on offense to win them this game. Um, the total points here is 44 as well as, as the Chiefs game. Um, I do think it'll probably go over that, I'm going to say. But I do think Browns win this game um, pretty handily, more than a field goal. So, yeah, I'm taking Browns minus two and a half in this one. It's also, too, you're giving points to the away team and the lower seed as well. So, Or you're giving points to the home team. So it's like it's, it's wild that that's even happening. I'm curious what the public money is on that. But I'm going um, Cleveland minus two and a half. So Browns defense, completion percentage, number one in the league. Yards per attempt, number one in the league. Wow. Total yards given up, two, but that's only because everyone just ran down the Panthers' throw. I don't think that's because they were, you know, really good. Um, touchdowns, passing touchdowns, they were actually not that great, huh? What passing touchdowns? Yeah, they allow – they're, they're about middle of the pack of passing touchdowns. Um, interceptions, third. Um, and then sacks, sixth. Wow. So, yeah, it's going to be a tough one for, for the Texans offense. So, I think the Browns pull this one out. I think they – Vegas definitely wants you to take – points for the uh for the home team i think it's just a it's a pretty easy bet for someone that's just like you know just give me the points for the home team um flacco i'm not a flashy toy obviously an incredible amount of playoff experience um and i really i don't want to downplay their achievement but i i think that getting into the playoffs was kind of the texans crowning achievement of the season yep um these guys are going to be celebrating this and answering questions about how good it feels to be in the playoffs till like Wednesday. They might say, Oh yeah, no, we're focused on the game, but they're, 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 they're parting. They're having a good time and, and they have all, every reason to be right. But I just think the Browns rested. Um, the Browns took one on the chin against the Bengals. So they're, they're, they're thinking like, this doesn't matter. We need to kill the Texans next week. Like, that's all they're thinking about in this game. Texans, the whole time, are thinking of, we just need to get in the playoffs. We just need to get in the playoffs. We just need to get in the playoffs. And they did. So it's like you kind of cross that off, right? I'm not saying it's good enough, but, you know, even if they lose, they can hang their hat on something, right? The Browns lose. It's, it's a disappointment. Yeah. Um, so I think the line screams to take the Texans. I don't think Vegas does anyone any favors. So I go the opposite there. I think Cleveland wins this. Um over under, uh, what's the over under on that? Forty four. That's an interesting one. I might, I might buy and take the over. Um, weather won't be a factor as much as we're no. talking about some of the other places. Um, and I think, at the very least, if you know Browns have like a two or three touchdown lead, um. I think Stroud will be good in like garbage time, just score some touchdowns, to get it back. Kind of what Davis Mills did actually. Case Keen was getting killed. He had two picks. Davis Mills came in and had two touchdowns in the game. I think that's how it went. Yeah. Um, so I think something similar will happen in that over under, man. What was that? That was 58 total. 
Yeah. I don't think Cooper's going to have 800 yards receiving again, but I do think it'll be um, high 40s, low 50s. Uh, just so I, I think like Houston will just get in like garbage time pass mode and we'll just start putting points on the board. Um, but yeah, I think Cleveland wins and I think they, uh, I think we go over on that one. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Um, it's going to be interesting. So Cleveland wins so based on, so we're, I mean, I think we're all taking chalk here. I think we're taking all the, the favorites this weekend. So my, Pittsburgh wins or Buffalo wins, Buffalo, the two C will stay. So uh, this one, Browns would be the five seed, five seed wins. So five seed goes, advances, Chiefs win, the three seed advances. So that would mean Baltimore plays the lowest seed possible. Baltimore plays, I mean, the, the script has got it right, man. Baltimore plays Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, the Super Bowl winning quarterback for the Ravens, will come to back to Baltimore. True. And quite frankly, I don't think that's even going to be a factor for Baltimore, for him. The guy who played in that, who lived in that stadium. So, like, he's going to go and play there. It won't really eat at him at all. Um, so that'll be a pretty interesting uh, storyline there. And then you have Chiefs going to play, going this time, going to Buffalo to play. That storyline, you can. There's so many things you can bring up with with Kansas City and Buffalo. Uh, yes. Will Josh Allen finally get over the hump? The 13 seconds game will that live an in infamy for them? So many, so many different things oh, in that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. The the lateral that never was. That's another thing in there too. So you get there's so many different things that can that can come into play. Mahomes um, uh, complaining to Josh Allen and midfield. Another thing there. So like, there's so many different things that are gonna be played up uh, in this playoffs uh, if that were to happen on the AFC side. Um, I'll yeah. tell you, Cleveland give. Baltimore some work. Yeah, is that is that one of the losses is Cleveland? One of the losses is Cleveland, I believe. And yeah, historically Cleveland does give it to Baltimore in this defense no, year. No, they got worked. Cleveland, Baltimore dominated them both times. Oh, I'm sorry. I looked at the first one. Yeah, they split 33-31 and 28-3. Wow. Okay, so the second one was kind of a, a scrappy one. Was that Watson? Yes. Okay. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the first one was Watson too. So I yeah, think. hey man, Flacco's providing a little bit of offensive juice that they weren't really. No, no, for the domination one was DTR. Oh, okay, that, yeah. I don't even count that. Can't count that because he was he was giving the defense bad positions in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were up twenty-one to three at halftime. That's wild. So that game was over at half. That game was over really in the first quarter. But I, that's they got to make a makeup of them the team to. Give them work. They can get to Lamar. They can contain him. They can get to him without even blitzing. I think too. Um, they that's a tough matchup. Yeah. No, that, that's going to be a really good matchup if that, if that is if that is yeah, if case. it is. Yeah. And I think Baltimore's definitely rooting for Houston to win that game. They don't oh, want Baltimore rather, definitely rather Houston win that game. They want the rookie going on the road. Is what they want for sure. For sure. Uh, Especially after winning one, it's like oh, now you're really. Yeah, you're gonna, you're going to feel yourself. Cause, I mean. I'll tell you what, people said that Stroud going into last year was like, oh, yeah, this guy's never played in a playoff game. I'm like, well, yeah, he did. And he played in that one against Georgia last year. It took Georgia Georgia the ropes in that uh, that CFB uh, Final mm-hmm. Four game. Um, but just quickly before we go, I know it's AFC-only show, um, so there's a couple of matches I want to ask you about. So tonight uh, in 15 minutes, Michigan-Washington, Michigan four-and-a-half-point favorite. Who do you have on that one? Oh, man. I've not done my research on this one. Well. You have 15 minutes. You've had two weeks to the game plan for this thing. Well, yeah. Well, I didn't. All right. So there you go. There you have it, man. <laughs> all um, right, okay. <laughs> let me let me see the. Uh, I'm curious to see what the money. Oh, by the way, the money on the Cleveland is. Um, oh shoot, I just had it. I appreciate you, sleepy. 
Yeah, I, I don't think I think we're gonna miss the um as far as the snow. I I haven't seen any winter weather advisories for uh for tomorrow. Let me let me let me check. I mean, you're, you're reminding me right now, buddy. Brown sixty six percent of bets and eighty five percent of money on the spread. That's interesting. Uh, Sleepy, I'm seeing here we got sixty degree weather tomorrow. Uh, and ra- raining tomorrow. So I don't know if that's what if you guys are getting snow down there or not. But I you know I hope you wish you and your family safe, man. Um. Yeah. So five points. So it's fifty-five percent of the money on Michigan, fifty-six percent of the bets on on Washington. Washington. Pretty split. Yeah, and, and number one seed's never beaten a number two seed before in the in the college football. Um, oh, about that. Yeah. That's and the over under fifty-five started fifty-five. Fifty percent of the money, fifty-fifty, and then sixty-one of the bets on the on the over, hmm. and it's gone up one point. So. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I'd see a high over under favors Washington in my mind. Yeah. But I mean, if, if Washington can't stop their offense too, that's though. true. But see, if they can't stop their offense, if you can't stop Michigan's offense, they're taking an eight minute drive up the field. Right. Yeah. Corn could bust open a freaking like 90 order. True. But I, I would think that Michigan's game is to slow it down and not let Washington on the field. Yeah. So this sounds like a, different kind of game for them um i might go washington like plus 10 or something yeah what, what i'm actually gonna do yeah probably yeah. um but if i was gonna go straight up with what what you got i'd go yeah was it five five and a half i go five and a half mm-hmm. washington and then um i mean i just know this michigan team they they literally developed this defense to beat the Ohio State, the CJ Stroud of the world offenses. And that is the closest thing you're going to get to this Washington team. So true. Yeah. That, that defense was built for that. So I, I think it is something that, you know, Washington hasn't played against a defense like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, and obviously we just did AFC games, but just quickly um, Dallas hosting Green Bay, seven and a half point favorite. Who do you have in that one? That's 430 on Sunday. I'll take Dallas as six and a half. Okay. Rams. Traveling to Detroit. Detroit's a three and a half point favorite. Detroit is a three and a half point favorite. Mm-hmm. Stafford's return to to D Town. What's the over under in that game? Fifty one and a half. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll buy and take the over for sure. You're not touching the game. I will take. I'll go Rams plus three and a half. Okay, and then finally Monday night. Tampa is hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. The Buccaneers are a three-point dog at home. Uh, and it opened up a two-and-a-half yesterday, so it's, it's gone up a half to Phillies. What's the over-under on that one? 44. Mm. I'm going to go – I'm going to buy a few points take the under. I think that will be a real gross game, that one. Um, Probably the field goal, especially at Tampa. I'll take the field goals on that one. I think it's a lot of bed shedding in the red zone. Yeah. And I think, oh man, I want to see what, I want to see the injury updates with Philly. Yeah. I was going to say, keep in mind, AJ Brown may not play and hurts will play, but he's got that, that uh, dislocated finger. Yeah. But Baker was limping like Tyree kill every time he ran. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying that there, there is that on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. If, I mean, Mariota looked, he looked fantastic. Didn't he? Um, oh man, I don't think think there's any danger of Hurts not playing. There's no danger of that. It's it's AJ Brown, whether he's gonna play or not. That's that's the big one. 
I'd say Tampa plus three and a half and the under. Yeah, I, I, so of those games, I'm going Dallas minus five and a half. I'll, I'll, I'll sell up, buy down a little bit. Rams are just going to go money line Rams. I think they win. And then Buccaneers, money line Buccaneers. I think it's, I think it's ba- Baker's going to take them to the uh, divisional, man. <laughs> almost lost to Carolina. Like, two, you know. Dude, it's a division game. People are going to say that about us, the Raiders. I mean, come on. It's the divisional game, man. Those division games, you throw those out the window. And the defense looked good. They they stopped them. They didn't score oh, anything. That didn't seem to matter when you were uh, taking down the Bills for for almost losing to the Pats. A couple no, no, no. I'm, t- I'm talking about just the, the overall. We're going through last ten meetings, uh, last ten matchups they had. So that's that was you know that was among them. But all right, guys. Well, we hope everybody enjoyed our AFC playoff preview. JD and I will be back on tomorrow night at 7 p.m. to preview this Dolphins game. A pretty much full on preview of what we're going to see this weekend with the injuries and all that stuff. So we hope to see you guys. And then Friday, we'll be back on our betting show to get the best props for this game on Saturday. So, lots, and obviously Saturday, we'll be back on, on our channel live after the game. So, come on in, guys. New year. Hopefully, the Chiefs can uh, give us another Lombardi and at least give us another week of football. And, you know, that's at this point, I just want another week. Just keep, we're, week keep, to week. We're, we're a week to week contractor now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, all right, everybody, we hope everybody enjoyed the show and I hope everybody enjoyed our preview. So, we'll see you guys next time. Later, guys. Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.